94.9 The Rock, the beating heart of rock and roll. It's the All Night Show, starring me, Ed the Sock. Five, count them, five hours of talk, tunes, and tomfoolery. And now, from Studio One at 94.9 The Rock's state-of-the-art broadcast center, it's me, Ed the Sock. Hello and welcome to the All-Star All-Night Show. I am Ed the Sock here on 94.9 The Rock. And uh, once again, I am here to present you with some of the calls that uh, really drew my attention, either because they were hilarious uh, or they were heartfelt or they were completely bonkers. And, you know, just so there's no question about this, none of these calls are scripted. None of these people are actors. None of them are comedians. I don't know. Once I answer that phone, I have no idea what's going to come at me. I've just got to ride the waves like a surfer. And sometimes I stay atop of the tide, other times I sink beneath it. But the sink or swim part is the part that makes it fun because it's done live. Now, special thing this week, Howie Mandel, you know Howie Mandel, the uh, comedian from Toronto, comedian, actor, host, Uh, currently on America's Got Talent and Canada's Got Talent, is coming to Markham, Ontario, which is just outside Toronto, uh, end of October, at the Flato Theatre. And to promote it, he agreed to an interview with me. And that interview is the stuff of magic. Not because we got along so well, but because we almost didn't get along at all. But it was like how two superheroes meet in the comics. Initially they fight, then they team up. So... Uh, Stay tuned for that. It'll be coming up in the uh, next break. And since that interview runs a little longer than normal breaks, I'm going to make this one shorter. So stick around. I'll be talking to Howie Mandel here on the All-Star All-Night Show, 94.9 The Rock. 94.9 The Rock, the All-Star All-Night Show. Like I said off the top, Howie Mandel is coming to Markham, Ontario, to the Flato Theater, October 23rd, and he's going to be performing a a stand-up show, which is going to incorporate so many different aspects of Howie Mandel. We've seen him as a stand-up comic, as an actor, as a comic actor, as a host. There's a lot that encompasses Howie Mandel, and he's going to bring it to the stage. And typically, when performers come to town, they like to do advanced interviews. So I got together with Howie this week, and we had a little chit-chat. Hello. Hey, how you doing, Howie? Good, Ed. Good. You have no idea who I am, do you? Aren't you Ed the Sock? Yes, but you spent so much time in the States. I wouldn't no, figure... I'm from Toronto. I'm from Toronto. I know, but do you know who I am? Ed the Sock. Yes. Yes, you're a sock jock. Okay, we'll go with that. All Howie, right. how are you? I'm good. So, Howie, you and I... to set the... what, What's happening there? So, to set the table, Howie, you and I originated from the same hood or shtetl, so to speak, Willowdale. Yes, yes. Both, both Willowdale, even more coincidental, we both went to the same Hebrew school, Beth David. Okay. Yeah, did, did you I, go... These are questions. These are, these are statements, and, and they're true statements. Well, are, are you going to dissect everything I say uh, as no, we go along? No, I'm not. I'm just saying that, you know, it's, a, it's unusual to spend a morning with a sock kind of reminiscing about my past. Uh, listen, I'm trying to establish some kind of connection between us. Did you ever have a, why do you want connection? Did you lose? Oh, I would imagine as a sock. Oh, no, don't go there, Howie. You lost in the laundry. Don't go there, Howie. 
All right. I haven't heard that one before. Sorry. So, okay. So, Howie. Uh, Sock. Speaking of Hebrew school, that is where I got my, uh, honed my talent as a smartass. And speaking of talent, you uh, host, you know, you're on both America's Got Talent and Canada's Got Talent. Right. Again, it's a statement, not a question. Is that okay? No, but I like it. I thought I was going to do an interview, and this is so much easier. I It'll, like that. It's I will not, get I to love it. to just sit here. Wow, you have you have no patience whatsoever. I have a lot of patience. No, I so far you've demonstrated no. I have a ton of patience. No, it hasn't. A lot shown. of people would not get on a Zoom with a sock. No, it hasn't shown any patience. All right, so I have patience. Now you, don't say I don't have patience. Now I'm very calm patient person talking to a strange sock. I'm not that strange. So okay, here, let me ask, let me phrase this as a question. Are you What's aware? You know what? Make a statement and go up with your voice at the end and then it'll come off like a question. Are you aware that yes. you are one yes, of, that's... no, no, I, this isn't a, I think therefore I am question. Are you okay. aware that you are in a small fraternity of people who hosted both a Canadian and American version of the same show? Alex Trebek? Jim Perry, are you aware of that? Um, well, when you mention it, it makes me aware. So the answer is yes. Okay, I, I should have said, were you aware? Okay, thank you for correcting me. Okay. No, I'm aware now. I'm All like, right. I, okay. All right. And Do I, I have to phrase that answer in the, in the form of a question? Well, you can if you want, but you're not going to win any cash prizes. Okay, and I was on definition. You were on Jim, definition. With Jim Perry. Remember the theme? There we go. We're reminiscing again. Yes, I do. Oh, I was you? there. I was. I. I, I remember. All right. Let's talk the present. Uh, Canada's Got Talent is uh, shot in Niagara Falls, Ontario. Is this correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Now, it seemed to me, if you want to pick from the greatest concentration of Canadian performing talent, you should uh, shoot Canada's Got Talent in Los Angeles. Because it seems that's where the greatest concentration of Canadian performers wind up. Right, but we're trying to change that narrative. Now we you want should ev everyone to come to Niagara Falls. No, to just come to Canada. Well, Niagara Falls, I mean, those wax museums, wow, they're stunning. Um, you should maybe call the show Canada's Got Talent That Don't Have a U.S. Work Permit. I see what you did there. You see what I, I did there? You see what I, I did there? I see what you did there. That's amazing. All right. No, it's not. Don't, don't, don't patronize me, Howie. Now, I've got a question for you about judging. Now, you as a performer know how hard it is to make inroads in show business and what a win on a show like that would mean to a contestant and what the impact a loss would have. How do you handle that pressure? Kind of like, kind of like I am handling this interview, like a true professional who has an incredible amount of patience and empathy. And I'm just, I believe that I'm there for them. It's a lot of pressure. I don't want to be negative. I want to be constructive. I'm trying to be constructive. I'm like the guy who's upset that there hasn't been a Canada's Got Talent till now. I'm the guy who was upset that I had to come down here to make a living. I wanted to live, I wanted to stay in Canada and do what I do. And I couldn't make a living, but I think Canada's Got Talent is going to, is going to change that because you could be on Canada's Got Talent and be seen by the entire world. Think about this. Britain's Got Talent, one of the most viral pieces of entertainment that ever came out of our show was Susan Boyle from BGT. So hopefully 
one of the same kind of things will happen to somebody on Canada's Got Talent. This would be a very nice thing to have happen. Right, right. Yes, you're very magnanimous. Uh, now, your career has taken twists and turns, but right. there seems to have been a trajectory. You're like, right. uh, I see you like Steve Martin in a way. You started out as a wild and crazy guy and right. you've matured into more mainstream roles, but you haven't had to disavow your previous work. Was this a planned strategy or just I don't organic? have any planned strategy. I, this is like a little, you know, I got on stage at Yuck Yucks as a dare and I didn't, wasn't chasing comedy. And then I became a comedian and then I accidentally ended up on a drama like St. Elsewhere. Somebody heard my funny voice and I ended up doing a Saturday morning cartoon. 40 years I've been trekking this path to finally hit the pinnacle of being on a Zoom back to my hometown with a sock. Who knew? Who knew that it would lead to this? I I sense the uh, sarcasm underneath there, and uh, I appreciate sarcasm. That's no, good. none at all. None no. at all. All right. No. So uh, now you mentioned you wanted to stay in Toronto, but of course, like we don't have an infrastructure here for that kind of thing. Now, right. you've been in the States for decades. Does when you visit Toronto, like when you're coming to the Flato Theater in Markham, does it still feel like coming home? Yeah, because everybody that I'm related to and my wife is related to is there. So I come back and I hang with my fam. And yes, and especially coming to a place like Markham, that's like my old stomping ground. So yes, yes, it feels like I'm coming home. And Do you I appreciate that these are questions? Do I appreciate? Yes. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. Good. And you know what? If I didn't appreciate it, the fact that you pointed it out is something that I appreciate. All right. Very good. Because that was a question in and of itself. Yeah. Now, you're... can I tell you something? Would you ever come on uh, Canada's Got Talent? I'm I'm well past that stage. I no, would but come... what I'm saying is the fact that you can you could be uh, like a ventriloquist because I'm talking to you. Yeah. I'm I... not a ventriloquist. Your lips aren't moving. Yes, they are. Look. Look, do you see my lips, George Bush? Read my lips. Do you see my lips? No. I could be a judge, a guest judge, but I'm not coming on there like some poor putz and putting myself at the mercy of you guys. This is leaning really heavy Jewy with the putz and the Hebrew school that we went to. Oh, and... would you like to uh, would you like me to circumcise the references? Yeah, I know. Okay. You're a nut, you suck. You. Thank you. Yeah. Now, there's many faces of Howie Mandel. Which Howie or Howies can people expect to see October 23rd at the Flato Theater in Markham? Which face? Well, I mean, what will people possibly be? You know what I mean. What, I know. What, I don't know. What dimension of Howie Mandel? Is it Bobby's most... world? Is it Wayne Fiske's? You know, is it the, the, the psychotic, the way you were billed in 1978? What are they going to see? And will they be surprised in any way? Your homework. Uh, nobody's going to be more surprised than me. I never know what's going to come out of me. That's stand-up comedy is my favorite, regardless of everything that you have mentioned, stand-up comedy is my favorite thing to do. And that's where uh, there are no uh, rules, no plans, no marks to hit, no lines to recite. So I don't know what I'm going to do. Think of it like a giant party and I'm just a center of attention. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. That's the thing I love doing best. That's where it's not recorded, so I could cross a line. Maybe even yeah, get yeah. Tell that to Michael Richards. <laughs> um, 
Now, question about your your misophobia. You have been really brave about uh, talking about your OCD. You did it before people were really willing to accept that. And I have a lot of respect for that. But why do so many people on TV seem to screw with you about your OCD? Like on AGT, colleagues interviewees, they seem to screw with you as if it's amusing. I mean, it's fun to do to a supply I... teacher in middle school, but... I think because I because I joke about it, so other people joke about it, but I joke about it because that's how I'm able to cope, you know, but it doesn't, you know, listen, that's the world that I live in. I'm coping. I'm I've uh, hopefully by talking about it publicly, we're removing some stigma. But um, ultimately, I it's it's continuously a struggle that I deal with each and every moment of my life. And as I talk to you right now, I'm medicated and I talk to uh you know, a therapist constantly, you know, and, and I'll, I'll even bring this up to my therapist. I'm going to say that, you know, I was earlier today, I was talking to a sock and then the therapy is going to up my meds. The therapist is going to up my meds because I'm glad to have made that imp lasting impact in your life. Now, people don't realize this and we're getting to the end. So don't worry. Um, you were a you say we're getting to the end. Is that your way of saying we're all going to die soon? Howie, how long you been in show business? You know, getting to the end means the end of the interview. Oh, okay. Yeah, I... not not the end of the world. We may be getting to that too, but I'm not talking about that. So yeah. people don't realize you were a pioneer in Canadian cinema, starring in the Canadian magnum opus Gas. In well, you uh, know what? You know what they don't know about Gas? What you're making fun of it? The the writer of Gas. This was the first script he ever sold. And his name is Dick Wolf. You know who Dick Wolf is? Really? Dick Wolf, the uh, Law and Order and the Chicago franchises? He wrote Gas? Yes. And that's the first script he ever wrote. Oh, so good Lord. on you. Well, listen, I mean, hey, it was the titan of Canadian. It was only beaten in the Canadian history by Porky's as far as uh, success. <laughs> you know that? But now, considering that that was about the energy crisis, Back then, considering the cost of gas and affordability now, maybe it's time for a sequel to gas. A sequel? Yes. I mean, a sequel? How many what? L's are you putting on that? What are you doing? Anyway, no, I don't know my words. Sequel, but I think it's to, uh, I think that people should uh, look through the internet, find the movie. It's certainly a classic. It's certainly, it's a very underrated and it was a, a telltale sign of the future. And I'm so proud to have been part of it. I played a character by the name of Matt Lloyd and I haven't, it's been years since I've promoted it, but uh, really, if you get a chance, gas. Yeah, it was, it was visionary in the way Blade Runner was visionary in predicting the future. You see, all right, Howie, first of all, I want to say, or last of all, the amazing live Sea Monkeys show, way ahead of its time. Again, I've been I've been aligned with so many classics that people don't even mention. And the fact that you've done this amount of research and you are you are just a veritable cornucopia of Howie trivia, it's amazing to talk to you. This is how I show respect to my guests, Howie. And I feel respected. And I feel, you know, at first I was a little leery because uh, the guy that uh, set up this Zoom said, Howie, get on, the sock's there. 
And I didn't know that I was going to be talking to Asaki. You were a bit of a surprise, but what a wonderful surprise Surprise! you've turned out to be. And well, I still say, and uh, can I ask another question? Of course you can. Why does a sock need a sweater? Because it gets cold. It's Canada. Oh, okay. That's a, that would seem very elementary to me. Um, Howie, uh, good luck at uh, in Markham. Yeah. Are you going to be there? Uh, well, I'm actually uh, doing the voiceover introduction. Why do you have to do a voiceover? Why can't you just be there in person? You put in a word. I don't know. This is what they told me. If you, you've got schlep, you put in the word, I'll be there. Yeah, you just open the curtain, just a thing, and there you are. Okay, let's talk afterwards. All right. All right. Thank you very much for taking the time. You are uh, the first person I've spoken to that has both a star on Hollywood's Walk of Fame and on the sad Canadian copy. No, and you're missing out. And there's a, there's a, a stain on the sidewalk on Finch. There's many stains on the sidewalk on Finch. No, but mine, mine. It's me. It's in honor of me. I have to go and check that out. Oh, check it out. It's right in between Avenue Road and Bathurst on the uh, south side of the street. Never mind. Find it. Wait a minute. Avenue Road and Finch don't connect. No, I, it's on Finch between Avenue Road and Bathurst. Go get yourself a ways. Never mind. All right. Uh, Howie, thank yes. you very much for spending time. You've been a gracious guest, I know. which is a giant lie, but I've enjoyed this, in, this, this engagement with you. Which is also a giant lie. Bye. Bye. All right. That was my interview with Howie Mandel, and uh, we'll be back on the All-Star All-Night Show on 94.9 The Rock. Ninety-four nine, The Rock, the All Night Show at the Sock. Who this? Hi, Ed. It's Sherry. Hello, Sherry. Happy Friday. Thank you. I'm doing some uh, Thanksgiving baking right now, and I walked into the bathroom, you know, to grab a piece of toilet paper, blow my nose. I look in the mirror, and I have cheesecake batter stuck on the top of my head in my hair. I have no idea how that happened, but. Um... Are you sure it's cheesecake batter? I know. Well, I know. That's what I mean. It wouldn't have looked good <laughs> walking outside with, uh, you haven't, with that. You haven't had any visitors? No. And Benny's been good. He's, you know. I, I don't know. But, I played Thunderstruck yesterday. It's possible that he got frisky again and you didn't know. <laughs> uh, no, I actually had a shower today. So, yeah, it's pumpkin cheesecake. Ew. So, pumpkin I'm, cheesecake? Oh, it is like my go-to um, uh, dessert. It, I decorate it with um, pecans all the way around the outside and drizzled chocolate. It's so beautiful, and it tastes really good, believe it or not. No, I don't believe it. Well, don't no. force me to have it ubered over to you but i can't because then you'd screw up the whole like the beautifulness of it and so we're getting together <clears throat> at emily's you know my pregnant daughter we're with jc's family no and they're you, uh, okay wait if you're trying to impress your daughter's uh partner's family don't be serving pumpkin pie cheesecake okay 
Um, no. Emily wanted me to send a picture of the cheesecake so she could show JC's mom. No, it's good. Okay, wait a minute. Yes. Don't you think, don't you think it would be a desecration of your work since it looks so pretty to actually eat it? Shouldn't you just like have it there as like a centerpiece and then eat food that's edible uh, around it? <laughs> well, yeah, it's going to be a centerpiece. How do you, uh, mm-hmm. is it hard to get pumpkin cheesecake out of your hair? Well, it's flaky. Like it's flaking off. Are you I'll sure? It's, are you sure it's not a bad skin rash? <laughs> no, my hair isn't that thin. But Have you been skin... near any lepers lately? Easy, okay. That's enough. All right. No, <laughs> Anyways, um, so we're meeting JC's family, and they're Italian. Is so this we're the first, all... Wait, is this the first meeting of family to family? Well, yeah, kind of, sort of. I mean, we I've met the father and the mother. I don't think Glenn has. My ex-husband has met them. But um, so there's 20 of them and five <laughs> of us. There's tw- of course, they're Italian. Of course, there's 20 of them. Familia. Um, yeah. <laughs> and five of you? Yes. Well, I would recommend this. Um, don't get into any real altercations <laughs> with them because you're very outnumbered. I know this. I know this. I'm hoping that they will adopt us into their big family. Like, they won't even notice that we're there on Easter and all those holidays because there's only five of us. I mean, there's there's no reason other than, um, uh, see, to, to them, you are what's called Canadesi. What's that? Canadesi. That's, what's that? It's a Italian word for Canadian. Yeah. For, for like, white Canadian people. Okay. <laughs> and they also, if they, you start hearing them talk about cake, but you've got pie there, it's, uh-huh. it's because uh, cake is... Uh, kind of another secret term Italians use for, uh, like, white Canadians. All right. Okay, I'm going to have to start writing this stuff down. No, you know what? I, I'm joking all aside. I, I, ha- I have met, you know, JC's mom and dad, and they are beautiful people, just wonderful people. And, um, you know, this baby was, you know, uh, kind of a, an accident. <laughs> and But we're still... So happy. How do We're, people? Like, why do people say these things are an accident? You have intercourse without protection. Yeah, I, it's not an accident. Anyways, listen. I'm really excited about tomorrow. Well, call and let us know how it turns out. I hope it turns out well. I'm sure it will. All as right. long as I just keep my mouth zipped and just smile, right? I'm sure they're very lovely people. And don't piss off his family because you may wake up with a horse's head in your bed. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thank you. Have a good night. Hey, cheers. Bye. Bye. Ninety-four nine, The Rock, the All Night Show, the Sock. Here, who this? Hi, this is Dorothy. Hi, Dorothy. How you doing? How is school? You've been taking uh, classes on on Microsoft Word. Is that it? Right. In class, I have to get up. I have to go to class, and I'm doing the Word. Yeah, and it's exhausting. Now, uh, when you called the other day, you had spent uh, six hours in class and you accomplished typing two paragraphs. Have you advanced since then? Yeah, because that was my first day. Today I made a poster. You um, made a poster? I made a poster, yeah. um, But they don't have, uh, I don't get to print it off. I can only save it to a USB, um, which I don't. 
own a computer or a laptop. All I have is my cell phone. So I can't even like plug in my USB and show off. Um, um, to it, but, um, Dorothy, um, mm-hmm. will there be a day when uh, you make some art with uh, macaroni? <laughs> that was so long ago. No, I no, I haven't done that in years. But what is so. the what is the goal? The end goal when you are finished this course? What do you hope to be able to do that you couldn't do before? Be able to um, like uh, what was my goal? My goal is to just be able to use the computer <laughs> better and like the course. The outline of the course was that I would learn about Microsoft and Windows and how to Google better and get make better searches. And Wait, you're write. paying people to teach you how to Google? Well, not just Google. I'm in the wrong like business. Other, to excel at my Google searches. To like, excel at your Google searches. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that my searches, so that I can like um, tone into like, I don't know. People, people um, charge for this hashtag. and people pay for this. How to be a more effective Googler. This, that. this is the modern economy. What am I doing with my life? Why I could be doing this all day long. I'll, I have bigger goals than that. I would like to be able to use the computer and um, like, okay, so say I make a call to you and I wanted to record my son because you were playing him on the radio the other night. So I wanted to record that. And I've got my cell phone and I don't know how to do a recording. So I put my camera on video and I set it so close to Alexa to record and the recording stopped. And I would like what to you're describing, how to... What, you're, what you're describing, Dorothy, is the modern day version of having a uh, cassette deck where you could yeah. record uh, the, 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 the music off of the radio yeah. with, the, right. the, with the DJ talking over the, the sound up part. But you know what? These days, people can do that really great. They do a great job about it, and um, it is um, internet worthy. They can put it out there on Instagram. Dorothy, how how have you lived? How have you survived all this time with Um, no computer, no laptop, no ability to use Microsoft Word, uh, a limited (laughs) ability to Google? Like, what did you come through a time vortex? I know that you said last week that your DNA test came back and said you were a large percent uh, Neanderthal, but I didn't yeah. realize it carried forward in such a practical manner. Well, it, well, I didn't have, I wasn't exposed to anything for a long time because basically, like when I left my home town, um. I came to do what I, my goal, and that was to have my own business. And um, I don't want to say what I did because I don't want the whole world to know. And uh, yeah, it's not, it's not like uh, Vicky Vale, right? But, you didn't used to wax vaginas, no? No, no, no. And I wasn't Jenna Jameson either. Just, I was just a fan, but I wasn't in that industry either. I have no um, idea where Jenna Jameson but, just came from, but go on. Yeah, I don't know. I just came and I did what I came to do and I focused on that and that's all I did. We've had computers, home computers for right. more than 30 years. How did you run a but business with no computer? Um, it was a small business. It was a very small business. And what well, what was it? Was, were you selling a lemonade from a stand on a street it corner? Was a service. It was a service. We didn't need to have uh, like technology and stuff. 
and which is a good thing like i if i was still doing that i would have been taking this course for a different reason right now i'm taking it only because i don't know what to do with the next phase of my life that part's over I am now, now I don't have kids. I was running my business and keeping the house and three kids and single mom and did all that. So now that's all over and I realize that, wow, I can barely even like um, use my fire stick that somebody gave me (laughs) because they felt sorry for me and said, use our, here, take a fire stick and use our passcodes and use our account. I can't even do that. So that's why I thought I need to go to school and I need to know what other people know because all I've done is focus on like three most important things in my life, family, kids, and my work. And that was it. Well, you know, I, I, I don't wish to in any way discourage you or anyone else from taking further education (laughs) to better yourself. I, I just don't know how the hell you've avoided being able to use Google in 2023. No, no, I can Google. I can Google. I can put something in Google and search it. But this course is going to teach me how to do better at my searches, like how to tone in to the exact thing, because I can search for something and it'll take me like a whole day to go. A whole day? A whole day. Well, well, my day. Thank you for calling. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ninety-four nine, The Rock, the All Night Show at the Sock. Here, who it is? What's going on, Ed? Oh, how you doing, Johnny? Oh, not too bad. I'm just hanging out with uh, my buddy from work that I haven't seen in a long time. How does it you have time to work when you spend all night drinking in garages? Well, I don't know. You know what? He, he, well, there's a buddy I used to work with, and then he stopped by and he said he had a problem with his left nut. Oh, what? He's actually off work this week because, like, he woke up with a pain in his nut. The left one. Has he seen a doctor? Yes, that's exactly what he did this morning. And apparently he's uh, got some doctor's notes so he doesn't have to work this week. But apparently before he got here... Tonight, last night, there was somebody working on his left nut, which I think probably did not make the situation better. What do you, okay, hold on, hold on. Let's define a glossary of terms. What do you mean working on his left nut? Well, I know, I think she was working on, like, she tried to cover it with spit. Yeah, with spit, apparently. She was spitting on it, thinking it would feel better. She thought that her spit would make his nut feel better? Exactly. Okay, I don't think her spit made it any worse unless she somehow uh, spits acid. Is she a Gila monster? I think that's what his nut, his left nut is actually doing right now, is spitting acid. It feels better. It feels better. All right, well, I'm, I'm so glad to know this information. My life, you know, I was thinking today how uh, my life needs enrichment by more information, and uh, now I feel just so enlightened. Well, what do you think, Ed? Like, how are we going to, like, solve his issue here? Um, we are not. Well, I'm thinking about, like, a 
you know, like a song that would make your left nut feel better. Or something, what are you gonna you know? put it up against the speaker and feel the vibrations? Oh, you know what the problem is? I think his left nut is actually turning into a vagina. Yeah, you know what I think the problem is? The what? two of you are a pair of morons. Yeah, we know that, Ed. All right. I got to go take a shower after this call. So uh, thanks for calling, Johnny. Enjoy your time in the garage there with your buddy and his nut problem. Yeah, thank you very much. I'm not enjoying his problem, but you should probably enjoy his. Have a good night. Bye. 94.9 The Rock, the all-night show. Ed the Sock here. Who this? This is Ryan. How you doing tonight, Ed? I'm good, Ryan. How you been? I, I was a man about town today. I went out for lunch. I uh, had ice cream. I bought eggnog. Yeah, I bought eggnog. Um, were you alone? No, I was with a friend. All right, because it was starting to sound very sad for a moment. <laughs> yeah, I can kind of see that. <laughs> and they, they told me that they're going to do uh, an eggnog ice cream and uh, do an eggnog milkshake with eggnog with eggnog ice cream. That's, I, I'm looking forward to that. Eggnog, I haven't had eggnog in about 23 years because I hadn't had it growing up, wasn't part of my background. I tried it this one time, and I thought it was great, and I drank too much of it, and since then, even sniffing eggnog, it makes me want to toss my cookies. And also, why are you having eggnog? We're not in the pre-Christmas season. We're in the Thanksgiving season. Pre-Christmas season begins Tuesday. Look, Inniskillen does eggnog uh, this time of year as well. And I'm just, it, I'm kind of like Homer Simpson. It, you know, when he buys the eggnog, he's like, we only have so much time to have all nog and nog-related materials. And he buys, and he has eggnog everywhere. That would that would be me if, you know, such a thing weren't ridiculous. You know what? The way they call it eggnog, it makes me wonder, is there another kind of nog? There's got to be another kind of nog. Like, like, what kind of nog might there be? What are, what are things like eggs? What are things that you could make nog out of? Like turkey nog or cherry nog or nougat nog? Like what? Yeah, nougat thing? nog sounds right up, right up the. I mean, especially in today's day and age, with you know almond milk and all these other things, you could do almond nog. You could do uh, cashew nog. Well, they any, have, any nut they, you can they nog. They have those, Ryan. They okay. already have uh, non-dairy uh, alternatives to eggnog. Uh, I tried oh. one two years ago, and it was disgusting. But it was disgusting in the same way that regular eggnog is. So they've obviously achieved some level of parity. But I've, there's got to be other nogs. I throw this out there to the audience. What other things could there be nogs of? Because if eggnog was the only kind of nog, they would simply call it nog or Christmas nog. So the fact that they put egg in front of it, it's like water skiing. Like, you know that skiing is a regular thing on snow. Water is, uh, you know, an adjective that changes it. So, you know, it's like tea versus iced tea. So nog must be a thing that you add egg to. What other things, what other kind of nogs can you have? I mean, maybe this is getting too too crazy but it's similar to like a fog right they have different teas and they they call it a fog maybe a fog a nog is like a fog no it only rhymes <laughs> a fog nog would be interesting a fog nog would be interesting 
All right. Talk to you later. Ninety-four nine, The Rock, the All Night Show. Ed the Sock here. Who this? Hey there, Ed. It's Blanca. How are you? I'm good, Blanca. How are you? I'm all right, thanks. I have some information for you. Oh yes. So a nog is a drink made from heavy cream and liquor, like rum, whiskey, or brandy. Okay. So one version, one version of a nog, is called a White Russian. Woohoo! And it's made from vodka, Kahlua, and heavy cream. Now there's a nog I can sign up for. But they don't call it nog, right? They call it something else. No, it's not a nog. It, yeah, but that's that's what the definition of a nog is. It's, and then it says an eggnog is is simply a nog with egg added. So it it because it says that a nog is a type of ale. So a nog is a type um, of ale. A nog is a strong uh, kind of strong ale that was made in parts of England around Suffolk, but others believe that it comes from the use of a wooden cup called a noggin. So it's a strong ale, and an eggnog, you add eggs. Oh, well, that solves that. So you can, in fact, make other nogs. Right. And I'm back to the white Russian. I'm signing up for that one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm going to have to make that a contest, I think, going forward for Christmas season. Uh, Suggest other types of nogs. (laughs) There you go. All right. Thank you for that, Blanca. Have a great night. Okay, bye. All right. Bye. Ninety-four nine, The Rock, the all-night show. Ed the Sock here. Who this? Yes, who? Oh, hello, Jenny. Hello. Hello. Hi. How Hi. are you? I'm How good. are you? I'm good, Jenny. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. So, knock, knock. Uh, who's there? Knock, knock. Who's there? Little old lady. Little old lady who? Little old lady. Little old lady Ed, who? I know you could be yodel. Little old lady. You know, Jenny, you know what? When you call, it makes me remember that the windows here don't open and I can't actually jump. Well, guess what? I'll be there to catch you. Look out. I'm at that one right now. Look at me. I'm waving at you. I'm ready to detail. Jenny, Jenny, Jenny. Um, are you the, what are you doing in the morning? You, do you want to come visit? <laughs> what? Do I want to come visit you in the morning? What are you doing in the morning? Do you want to come visit? No, um... Yeah, so I can, you know, you know, scrub-a-dub-dub. <laughs> I'm kidding. I want to detail your car, remember? I know you want to detail my car, um, but in the morning, I will be sleeping. Okay, okay, I'll forgive you. Um, Can I tell you three things I'm thankful for? Sure, I'd love to hear them. I'm speeding this conversation up for you, okay? Okay, so... Number one, I am thankful for second chances at life. So, example, after an accident or an intentional, still being alive. I'm thankful for my granddaughter, You're for a my daughter, for my amazing man. Wait, wait, uh, wait right? Back, back, I am. Back, back, I back am. Up, back up, back up. You're a grandmother. Right? <laughs> I am. It's you hard to believe, eh? I will send you a photo of me and my lookalike. Wait, you don't. Ha- how old a woman are you? You can guess. You can guess that, and it will not offend me. You can also guess what you think I weigh. I okay, I'm not going to guess what you weigh because this isn't the I CNE am. midway. But your age, I was guessing you at maybe early 40s most. Ooh, I'm going to forgive you for that. I'm still mi- I'm late 30s. See, that's what I said, early 40s most. 37. And I would have guessed 30s, except okay. you're a grandmother. 
Yes, and my daughter, uh, who's 19, has a head on her shoulders. Um, everything I did wrong in life, I taught her what not to do. So she's actually a carbon copy of me, but perfection. And I'm not just being biased. She's a carbon copy of you that yes, didn't fall but, uh, on her head off a roof. Exactly, exactly. So and, wait a second. Uh, you, her rock do bottom doesn't here. have a basement. Let me do that. You had her when you were, yes. what, 17? 17, yes. And she had a kid at 19? That's correct. Well, how old's your granddaughter? Just a month. She's just over a month old. Oh, a little girl. A little girl? Very nice. Yes, little girl, Skyla. And yes, I'm going to be sending you a photo as soon as we're done this conversation. And what, so does, actually, your, what, does, your daughter sorry, do, uh, what does your daughter do for a living at 19? Um, she works at a grocery store uh, full-time. She does not smoke, drink, party, um, she, she, she graduated high school. She worked in healthcare for a bit. Uh, yeah. All right, She's a well, good girl. Not that smoking, drinking, partying makes you bad. Huh. Well, you're speaking from experience. Oh. Listen, uh, I'm, I'm just sort of flabbergasted that you are a grandmother. You don't. I know. Well, thank you. Seem, well, thank you. You don't seem like a grandmother. I mean, have you started um, buying like licorice all sorts to have in a little glass dish at your place? I've got the, I've got the licking of her in all sorts, meaning different women. But I mean, I think we're talking about different things. Yeah, um, um, yeah. I'm getting there. And <laughs> do you have you started? I go liking, to the liquor uh, store daily. No, I don't. Have you started liking Scotch mints by any chance? I like Scotch on the rocks. No, I'm kidding. All right, and, I like Scotch um, and I like mints. How's that? How how often will you frequent bingo? I've never been to bingo, but it's funny you say that. What are you doing next Thursday at 6 p.m.? I will cut you down from that. I'm kidding. That's inappropriate. Oh, guess what? I'm a sock sucker. I came up with that today. Well, You're a sock sucker? Okay, maybe maybe that's a little... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I how, why did, how did this happen? Sounds bad. How did this... Why did you earn this, I don't this know. moniker? How, I, have you been sucking socks? Like, I don't understand what's happening. I don't, to be honest, I don't know. I was just thinking about our conversations and you know, I was just trying to, I've got a bit of a twisted, warped mind, if you will. I don't really know where I'm going with it, but I was pretty proud of myself. Sock sucker. Sock Fucking sucker. proud of it. What about it? All right. <laughs> yes, All it right. sounds good. <laughs> I'm trying to follow you. So, uh, what's that? I was, I'm trying to follow you. Okay, so finally, I'm just going to grace you. Okay, you're doing good. You're doing good. Um, so just to end this phone call, I'm going to quickly do a turkey call for you. Um, so a little known, unknown fact of me, I do have my prohibited and restricted gun licenses. And you have a gun me license? And my turkey. So I... Wait, no, I stop, do, yes, stop, sorry. stop, stop. You have a gun license? <laughs> okay, I that do. was a turkey call. Jenny, sometimes I think you're not actually listening to me. You're just talking. Jenny, you have a gun license. Oh, no, I'm listening. I do. Prohibited and restricted. So I can have long guns or handguns. How did, how did this happen? Well, it was a... No. Uh, well, guess what? I, um, well, I never even had a record until not even a year ago. But I, well, that, we won't veer there. I don't have a record anymore. Um, well, my dad's a police officer. Um, and that's got nothing to do with it either. I mean, I grew up with, you know, what you think of the white picket fence. I mean, I was fucked up, but no, I, I just got a gun license. That's how I went and got it. 
So I'm Canadian, eh? <laughs> so the authorities met you, talked to you, and determined that it was okay for you to carry a lethal weapon like a handgun. Absolutely, as long as I've got my, um, what's my thing? Uh, I mean, you can't carry it, uh, you know, you have to have your acquisition to transfer to go from home to the range and back. But, uh, I mean, I don't carry it on me. I've got my, got some pretty good muscle on me there. I remember I'm a roofer, so, you know, people turn around and find out I don't need a gun. <laughs> but the turkey call, look into this. Right? And just, just for folks at my home. My turkey call brings all the boys to the yard. For the folks at home, um, she has a gun license. Why would, why do you want a gun license? I'll give you the honest answer. Um, it's, it's part of my um, my Third Amendment right, um, and I like to go to the range. That's the only reason why. I will never kill an animal. That's the truth. Like, I will save a housefly from drowning and then kill it, but I won't kill an animal. Um, Absolutely not. I like now, to go to the range, though. I do enjoy it. Jenny, when was there an interview process in, the pro, in, in getting this license? Absolutely. I would say the entire uh, course that I took. Um, I'll do a shout out to Danny Fry there in Grafton. Hi, Danny, if you're listening, I doubt he is, but, uh, yeah, I would say the entire class from start to finish, uh, is an interview process. Uh, they did deemed you, me to be uh, sane enough to have one. Did you ever talk to them about, uh, the earth being flat? You know what? At that point in time, I was still a, uh, globetard. <laughs> oh, good God. I hadn't, I hadn't opened my eyes yet, yeah. but we won't go there because this is going well. Let's keep going on the positive. It's going well. All right. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. All right. I'm... All right. That's all from me. Get back to me when I can clean that car. Okay. I will. Please. Okay. Bye-bye. Gates Avenue Detailing. Holler. Bye. Love you. Bye-bye. nine The Rock, the all-night show. Ed the Sock here. Who it is? Hey, Val. It's who? Oh, Val. You sound like a beaten man. What do you mean I sound like a beaten man? I'm tired, man. Yeah. Well, that's what usually happens when you work. Well, not always, but uh, last the last couple weeks, especially last week, I don't know. It's just I think the day's getting shorter. I'm still I'm still adjusting. Either that or she's saying all kinds of things before she leaves that night. What? <laughs> Oh, either when she leave, uh, when she leaves at night, when you come in, she beats you down. Oh, you Lorianne. mean Lori I think it's actually Maytel, not Lorianne. Most of the time, I don't even listen to them. <laughs> I don't pay attention. If they if you ignore them, they don't like rejection. I I stop talking to two girls at work, and they want me to be their friend so bad. Like, leave me alone. Why I did you? Why did? Oh, first of all, they're probably women, not girls. Secondly, why did you stop talking to them? Because I'm having a conversation with them, and, they're, and they have their earbuds in their ear, so the third person is listening to our conversation. Someone like, else? Are you being that rude to me? Wait, they were, were they not listening because they had earbuds, or you were afraid somebody was listening in via the earbuds? Both. This, this woman, from the time she comes in to the time she leaves, she always has somebody on the phone that she talks to. And when you start talking to her, she stops talking to that person. So that person is listening to your conversation. And, I mean, is there anything that you're saying that is incriminating or anything? Well, I just don't want to hear, let her hear my conversation or him or her, whoever it is. I mean, but like, you... If I'm having a conversation, 
I'm having a conversation with you right now. I know the listeners are going to listen to it because you're going to put it on the air. But if I'm having like a, just a regular, serious conversation with you, I wouldn't want somebody else to hear my conversation between me and you. Well, I, I mean, I understand the principle there, but you're working in a hotel laundry. What exactly, what sensitive information will be passed along to this person passively <laughs> listening? Have you, have you been hearing my stories lately? <laughs> okay, I know, okay. I know there's a lot of, like, weird, sexually charged stuff that goes on at the hotel. And, uh, but I, I don't, it, that doesn't usually involve co-workers. Uh, yes, no. <laughs> Jeez, Val. What, what, we haven't talked to you in a couple of weeks. What's, uh, what are some of the new stories? Uh, we had a flood in the boiler room. Water all over the water. The water came into the lobby and that because it uh, escaped through the baseboards and came into the building instead of going out of the building. All right. Um, a transsexual and her boyfriend were went to a funeral that my shop stewards went to the funeral. Okay, hang on a minute. We, we, hang on. We just jumped from a flood from the boiler room to a, a trans person going to a funeral. Well, you asked me what was new. I'm just telling you. <laughs> okay, this is a very big jump. What What is the issue with the trans woman and her boyfriend going to a funeral? No, it was just weird. They came from out of town. They came into the hotel for a few days. Uh, and I seen her. I said, good morning, whatever. And uh... Okay, so explain to me. <laughs> this, explain to me the story behind a trans woman and her boyfriend in town to go to a funeral. So they went to the same funeral that the shop stewards went to. That your union shop steward went to. Right. And why... And the thing is, they're way out in the bush. They were in a bush? They were out in the Northland. They they were there. They live way out in, you know, the bush. That's, so where the, that's where the cemetery was? No, the cemetery, you're not listening. The cemetery was downtown Oshawa. So how did they get out to the bush? That's where they live. Who lives there? Transsexuals. The trans woman and her boyfriend. Right, they live out in the bush. Okay, and? They came, they came for this funeral. Okay. What Which am I missing weird. here, Val? The person that died, her husband was going out with the transition, uh, transsexual. Nobody knew it until they were at the funeral. Hold on, hold on. A man was having a an affair with a trans woman, and was right. found out when the trans the woman and the man's wife were both at the funeral. And he showed up with the with the the trans woman. Is that what happened? The trans woman was at the funeral with her boyfriend. Yes. The husband, his wife died. He was at the funeral. Nobody knew that they were going together or seeing each other. Who who was, was seeing, wait it, hold on who was seeing each other? The man that was married, whose wife was being buried. Dead. Right. Okay. So it was a shit. Everybody, people around them 
figures, but they weren't sure. But now at the funeral, they said, okay, so it, it, it was happening. Because it was all, it was, it, he was hiding it for years and years. That he was having an affair with this woman. He was in a closet for years and years. What's in the closet? He was having an affair with a trans woman, so he's attracted right. to women. So he was having an affair, and then his wife passed away, and the woman he'd been having an affair with showed up to the funeral, and that somehow made people realize that the new widower had been having an affair with this woman. Is that what happened? Right. Yeah. So everybody, it's like they were all shocked. How did everybody he, know that, that he had been having an affair with this woman just because she showed up at the funeral? No, because his wife uh, one time uh, uh, mentioned something about it. And he denied it, denied it, denied it. Okay, but her showing it. up to the funeral doesn't prove that there was any kind of affair. She showed up with a boyfriend. Yeah, yeah okay, you can say that. Uh, you know, um, <laughs> Val, I'm, uh, it's a good thing they stopped making Cole's notes because there's no way you could work for them. <laughs> I, I mean, the, the, the flood from the boiler room was really easy to follow. <laughs> are, are, there, is there, are, there, are there any more stories? I'm, I'm, a straight, I'm, I'm as straight as a bird leaving my mother's. I'm out in Keel and Lawrence, and I'm going back into Oshawa. Why, why, why did you just give me that information? Well, so you don't think I was stoned out of my mind or drunk out of my mind? Okay. Um, <laughs> I went to a funeral last night. Okay, I, I'm sorry if you lost somebody that you cared about. No, I didn't care about the person. She was my ex. She was your 35 ex? 35 years ago. Yeah, it's my ex. Oh, Okay, what, did See, you just another, go to... That's just, another story. <laughs> did you just go to make sure she was actually dead? No, my mother... Yeah, I wish. Uh, no, my um, my daughter wanted me to go because it was her mother, even though I didn't like the bitch. She took me She took me so she can have a kid and live off me and the government, and she did that for years. Um, Val, uh, yeah. I, uh, I have to go find a <laughs> Tylenol or something. A really, really big Tylenol. <laughs> If if you like, I'm coming into Oshawa now. I can come and give you a perk to wake you up. No, 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 no. You, uh, you. Well, I can give you some mushrooms. I'm actually, I actually, I am actually leaving now. I actually have to go somewhere. I won't be here when you get here. So, uh, <laughs> but I appreciate the, I appreciate the offer. Yeah, no problem, no problem. I got, I got a couple of more good ones. So I'd be calling you in a day or two. Oh, please do. Not a problem. Good to talk to you, Val. Bye, bye. All right, it's about time for us to wrap up here at 94.9 The Rock's All-Star All-Night Show. And what's a good way to wrap up an all-night show? With a lullaby. Our regular caller, Dorothy, called this week because she couldn't sleep. And I tried to use my velvet smog singing voice to aid her transition to slumber. Have a listen. Do you want me to sing you a lullaby? Yes, please. <laughs> Do, you have a favorite, yeah. Do you have a favorite song? Um, well, uh, yeah, um... What about You're My Sunshine? Oh, okay. All right, you ready? <laughs> yeah. All right, Dorothy, here we go. Get ready All to right. get ready to fall asleep. Be someplace where okay. you're comfortable, okay. all right? Here's a little here lullaby for Dorothy, okay? Amazing. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. 
You make me happy when skies are gray. You'll never know, dear, how much I love you. Please don't take my sunshine away. There you go. I love you so much. Oh, my God. You're the best. All right. If my lullaby didn't put you to sleep and you're still awake, thank you for listening. Don't forget to listen to this show live Monday to Friday, midnight to 5 a.m. Eastern Time, 94.9 The Rock or The Rock.fm or The Rock app. And don't forget, go to On Demand at therock.fm or on the app, and you can hear more of these all-star, all-night shows from previous weeks. So if your workday's just ending, drive safely, get some sleep, get up and enjoy the rest of your weekend. And if your day's just beginning, cock-a-doodle-doo to you.